Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy this shit show. Once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster, here with everybody's favorite white supremacist, Crow. Hello. <laughs> I snuck that into the episode that we had to get rid of, so hmm. I thought, do you deny it, sir? Uh, do you deny it? Disavow? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're right, I can't. I'm terrible at handling the truth. It's all lies with me. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. Okay, so apparently, this news is a little dated, but uh, um, Israel blocked Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib from coming to take a tour of Israel. Now, as a white supremacist, I don't know which side to take. I know. It's tough, isn't it? <laughs> Well, we could do the math. So they're they're Muslims, so there's two of them. Okay. And uh, one's wearing a hijab, so we're like we're like four points there, right? Because they're women, and there's two, and the, and the hijab. But you know, they're they're visiting those Jews, and there's like, God, yeah, I can see where it'd be tough for you. <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I I'm on board with Israel doing this. I think it's a good idea. But then you just recently read a. Uh, article or uh, something from uh, well, Ben Shapiro that ben says Shapiro, it was a, he thinks it's a bad idea for Israel Ben Shapiro to do that. brings up a point that I understand and disagree with. Yeah. Um, so here we are. Daily Wire chief. Uh, this is my crow impression while I read stuff. Not that I sound like him, just that I'm reading. So uh, he's all I, prepared. Yeah. Uh, is this? Oh, that was a dig. And like I said, can't handle the truth. <laughs> Um, he says, is this a smart move by smart move by Israel? No, this is not a very smart move by Israel. If Omar and Talib had just gone to Israel and then they had done their little propaganda tour about how Israel is evil and shouldn't exist, then their 10 fans would cheer and everybody else would sigh and roll their eyes. This is actually giving Omar and Talib what they want in terms of PR so they can falsely claim that Israel doesn't tolerate dissent. Uh, hang on. He goes on to say... On an intellectual and moral level, they have no duty to bring Omar and Tlaib. On a PR level, it's a big mistake. It's a PR blunder for them to give Omar and Tlaib what they want, which is to make the state of Israel look intolerant. I get that point, um, but I think they they do it anyway. Yeah, you're getting. I mean, here's the thing: the trip was organized by Mifta, which is I don't know what that stands for, but it's not a non- organized, paid for. Yeah, it's a nonprofit organization led by Palestinian lawmaker Hanan Ashrawi, whatever his name is. So while the trip's itinerary was not made public, Israeli officials have been bracing for the possibility that the duo would visit the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. And basically the whole point of it was to say, fuck you, Israel, when they show up there. It was to the itinerary said, we're going to Palestine. We're talking to them. We're not we're not getting together with any uh, Israeli officials, from what I understand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was to go over there and, and, and say big, a big fuck you. And in Israel, yeah, like, like Shapiro said, yeah, they, 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 I mean, to the right people, it would look, it would look bad, but to their people, it would look good. So it's a wash either way. So why don't you just say, Hey, yeah, fuck off. I'd feel better about it. If somebody's going to cover to my cover, come over to my house and talk shit, it won't talk to me, but it'll talk to my, like, let's say my roommate who we don't get along and who stole something from me. And uh, and pretended it didn't happen. And so someone comes over to the house just to my house that I own just to say, you know, hey, fuck you, that guy. You own a house? This is all in. Uh, um, Fantasy land. Right. I was so going to say, how come I've never a, been a, invited a, over to this a house? It's a situation. All right. That's fine. So and then I come over and they go, yeah, your house smells like shit and your roommate's way more awesome than you. And as a matter of fact, if he did steal something from me, he deserved it. And I'd, if I'd sit there and go, well, it sure makes you look bad to say that to me like that. I mean, I mean, people know that this guy stole from me. And my house actually smells pretty good because I'm a good cook. 
right? So um, people are going to go, and when you tell people that you came to my house and that you talk shit to me and you said it smelled like shit, they're going to look at you and they're going to go, you know what, you're wrong. Or should I just say, fuck off, get out of my house or I'll fucking kick you out of my house? Well, you lost me on the first one because it got real long and I understand the fuck off, get out of my house. And that or, before like even, or before he even gets in the door, say, no, you're not, you're not welcome here. Yeah. So that's pretty much. I'm not it. welcome. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture from <laughs> from uh, uh, from one of these articles about. Uh, I think this is from Daily Wire. Is that is that Shapiro's yeah. website? Yeah. Okay. Is it editor in chief of Daily Wire? Okay. So the headline is Israel blocks Talib and Omar from visiting, and Trump agrees. But the picture they have is pretty funny because it shows, um, uh, Talib with his maniacal like grin on her face and. Uh, Omar, and it's a profile picture of her, like really, really, like, like smiling, Uh-oh. smirking. Uh oh. And she's got hella buck teeth. I don't know what Talib's got, but uh, but AOC's got some horse teeth too. So. Oh my god! But um, I'm looking at this, and they're like going out at a 45 degree angle. So that's probably a. You never see profile pictures of her smiling. You just see the, the the glamour shot pictures of her. So No, but you did this to me, and I mentioned this before we started. I did not notice this until Crow pointed it out, so I'm going to do it to all of you listening. She never wears the same hijab. Yeah. It's a new one every time. Yep. Well, Is that because she's super fashionable, or does she just have a nasty rat's nest of hair? Well, I've seen her without her hijab. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, person. because she is your representative. Yeah. And uh, I smelled her while she's sleeping and while she's awake. And she does smell different while she's awake. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want to be careful with that one. <laughs> uh, no, there's like uh, some pictures she had to take without the hijab on. And uh, it was pretty amusing. Really? To say the least, yeah. Okay. I don't find her to be a very attractive person. Let's just, oh, let's just you, say that. I know. You hateful the, son of a bitch. I know. I had to go there, didn't I? Oh, I, yeah. the hate is coming off of you in waves. Yeah. That's what makes your fantasy home stink. <laughs> that pretend house you own yeah. actually real life stinks because of your hate. Just hate oozing out of me. Uh, yeah. Now it's oozing. No wonder. <laughs> you should get that checked. All right. Where were we? We were talking about her. Uh, her buck teeth? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's get back to her buck teeth. Let's get back to her, all of her flaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh okay no she's don't worry don't worry ladies we'll make fun of biden next <laughs> plugs <laughs> yeah plugs mcgee little creepy mccreeperson uh yeah he's he, uh, anyway joker, no I, joker smile uh biden is what we call him i don't know if this is a good idea for them or not um from a pr standpoint or not i don't know but i do think it's okay for a country to decide that People who who have brazenly stated they do not care for that country don't need to be let in. Yeah. If all it is is a propaganda trip to um, get the people uh, that you agree with that want Israel wiped off the map to um, to rally for you, then why allow it? Well, the other thing um, from the... I think it was from the prime minister of Israel's uh, Twitter account. So I don't know if that means Netanyahu wrote it himself or or is he the prime minister or is he the president? Yeah, I don't know how that So whoever was doing this, whoever wrote it said, uh, it's customary for dignitaries from other countries to give them a um, itinerary, itinerary, which they did, and nothing in their itinerary was meeting with government officials. So they basically just said, hey, we're— we're coming to your country and fuck you. We're not going to meet with you. Yeah. And so I guess that sets sort of a bad taste, you know, in the whole thing. But, I, you know, if we turn this around and say, what if there were some people who wanted to come to a, well, remember when the. Um, Lauren Southern and uh, what's the talking tour that uh, those two had? Stephen uh, Molyneux. Stephen Molyneux and Lauren Southern were doing a tour. Uh, Australia. Speaking tour, and they got, they were told, no, you can't. There was two or three countries that said at one point, no, you're not, not allowed here. A couple other, a couple other YouTubers, the same thing happened where they uh, had um, controversial viewpoints or whatever. And, and uh, Avi Yemeni, he got, uh, he was coming to the United States. Yeah, he's an Australian, right? He's an Australian Jew. Yep. 
So he's, I think he's, yeah. Yeah. He's very much a pro Tommy Robinson. So he went over he to the He was the one who busted or, Jim Jeffries for being a fucking miserable piece of shit. Yeah, because he recorded him. Yeah, and they had it all scenes, edited yeah. down and, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, he was coming here. Eva Yemeni was coming to the United States with Sidney Watson. Okay. Uh, who's now moved here. Hmm. I'd love to have Sydney on the show. Sydney, we know you're listening. <laughs> sure. Come on in the show. Um, but anyway, so they, uh, he got sent back because of it. But if there was someone coming to the United States, and what I was going to say is, do you remember when the former president of Iran, of Iran Ahmadinejad, came to, to the UN? Oh, yeah. And, he, yeah. and people were like, why is Trump even going to meet with this guy? You know? Wasn't he up on the stage after Trump was there? Yeah. And why is he, said, oh, why is he even like, allowed here? What do you say? It smells like uh, pork. I don't know what the Spray fuck. Spray tan. He, I can't remember what he said, but he was like talking, you know, saying he was Satan and stuff like that. So, But uh, there are people, and some of them on the left, legitimately said, why the hell are we letting this guy in the country? Yeah. Um, you know, if somebody was, it, imagine 15, 20 years ago, whenever it was. Oh, it was more than that. So 25 years ago. When Saddam Hussein was in charge in Iraq saying, you know, the United States is, uh, you know, the great Satan and everything. But, hey, I'm going to go visit the U.N. there. So uh, catch me next week. I'll be doing two shows on Friday, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. There would be people who say, get that motherfucker out of here. He doesn't get to come here. So I don't know if people are. And I'm not necessarily comparing Tlaib and Omar with Saddam Hussein uh, in action, but in philosophy. Mm. Are they really that case. different? <laughs> well, Talib, when she was elected, on her office, on her office door, her office wall, she's got a map of the world, and she put a post-it note over Israel and wrote Palestine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're not even going to acknowledge that the country exists, why should they let you in? And I get Ben's point, but you're not going to win. How? No matter how you cut this cake, you're a loser. You know, in the eyes of the left, because they're just going to hate you. Yeah. So why do they have to let them in? Why don't they get to say, fuck you? I, st- I still think back to that um, that uh, case in, geez, it was like 2002 or three. Uh, Dick Cheney was vice president and your president of the Senate at that point. Some, some other senator was up there sort of trash talking him. I mean, while he's in there saying, oh, you know, this vice president, blah, blah, blah. And went up to him afterwards because they're all pretty collegial, I think. And he went to shake Cheney's hand and he said in front of other senators, go fuck yourself. And people are like, can you believe that? You know, him talking like that. And I thought, yeah, because that's how normal people do it. Yeah. You know, if somebody was, you know, being a dick to you and then even if you're friends with them, if they're doing something like that and they're, then they're like, oh, you know, are we having fun? No, go fuck yourself. Yeah. We can be friends later, but right now I'm not happy with you. You know, that kind of thing. So I don't know. I I agree that Ben Shapiro's got a point in this, but you weren't going to win. There was no winning in this anyway. So I can see why they said, yeah, we don't want you here. Yeah, so taking the high road is doesn't matter. I think, uh, um, well, I don't even know if that would be taking the high road by letting them be in there. I think just by kind of being... Um, a pushover almost at that point is what I'd look at it like saying, oh, you're letting them in. Why? Well, because, you know, diplomatic and then whatever. And we're trying not to be hypocrites, you know, or not hypocrites. Um, trying not to be. Uh... Assholes. Yeah. But that's not it. No, I agree. So I guess Ben's got a point. I disagree. I think Israel should be able to ban people who are not. Uh, conducive to Israel remaining a free state, the only democracy in the Middle East. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I guess I don't have a problem with them doing it. You know, go ahead and do it. Tell them you can't come in. Yeah. We should be able to do the same with people we consider to be, I don't, I want to stop short of saying enemies of the state, but, you know, the way Talib talks about Israel, I don't know. I guess you could. If, if she's not even going to call it Israel, she's going to call it Palestine. I mean, if somebody called the United States England, we'd be like, well, fuck you. Yeah. You dicks. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, the the 
Islamic teachings and all these uh, madrasas that are Saudi funded are telling all the um, Muslims that you must drive the uh, the Jews into the ocean or what all that kind of I mean it's pretty blatant stuff where like it's not just about taking back or you know quote unquote taking back um, Israel it's about getting rid of the Jews that's what the attitude is well and I think Netanyahu's approach is I mean like Netanyahu or not is uh, okay come try it mm-hmm. very Chris Cuomo like take your swing uh, no come on bro I wouldn't compare I'll see you bro take your <laughs> swing bro 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 you want to get milkshake oh. so. you want to get milkshake yeah um all right so what hey i gotta ask real quick what's that saying um get woke get woke uh lose your uh sweet movie deal that you had from because of a photo that You're surfaced talking from about you sarah from, silverman yeah uh i just saw a report from Vince from the Red Elephants that thinks it's all bullshit, thinks she's made that whole story up. Well, here it is. Okay. She goes, uh, and either way, I think it's delicious. Well, this if she happening. just made it up, no. In a way, yeah, because it's going to it's gonna come back gonna and backfire. Because okay. she's going to get woke and go broke. So Sarah Silverman revealed that she was recently fired from a movie over an old photo of her in blackface. She said the photo, which was snapped on the set of The Sarah Silverman Show in 2017, recently re- resurfaced and caught the eye of the film's producers. Uh, quote, I was recent. I recently was going to do a movie, a sweet part, she said in the Bill Simmons podcast. Then at 11 p.m. the night before, they fired me because they saw a picture of me in blackface from that episode. I didn't fight it, she continued. They hired someone else who, will do, who was wonderful, but who has never uh, stuck their neck out. It was so disheartening. It just made me real, real sad because I really kind of devoted my life to making it right. Silverman wouldn't name the movie. In the sketch, Silverman's ca- character wore dark face paint, uh, dark face paint, to see whether it was more difficult to be black or Jewish. I uh, look like the beautiful. I, I look like the beautiful Queen Latifah. She said in the sketch before telling the congregation at the African American church, "I'm black today." On the podcast, sounds hilarious. By the way, I know on the podcast, the forty-eight-year-old comedian also blasted "quote-unquote" cancel culture, and said that it has left her feeling scared because no one has given her, no one has given a second chance. The well, fuck you, Sarah Silverman. She's been part of that bullshit. I think it's really scary, and it's a very odd thing that it's invaded the left primarily, and the right will no. mimic it. Adding that she calls it oh bullshit, uh, "quote-unquote" righteousness porn. It's like if you're on, if you're not on board, if you say the wrong thing, if you had a tweet once, everyone is like throwing the first stone. It's so odd. It's perversion, really. Uh, look how righteous I am and how I'm going to press refresh all day long to see how many likes I can get into my righteousness. Sarah, do you understand what hypocrisy is? Bitch, here, bitch, please. Here's what happened is she used to be kind of a, uh, she used to be funny and she used to push buttons and, and push the envelope uh, with her humor. Then she got on the woke train and then she started going after comedians and other people for not being woke enough and for being, uh, you know, uh, not uh, or for being offensive and all that. She 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 got on that fucking woke train. She was part of the fucking mob. And now she, if she's starting to feel the reap the um, reap the whirlwind. Because it's, it's like I said, the left will eat itself and it's starting, you know, she's starting to feel a little bit of that, getting her fucking tail bit off a little bit. Um, she's she's a woman. Well, sorry, she's a cisgendered woman, so she wasn't born with a tail. Oh, I thought you were going to come at me and be like, uh, yeah, you you would think Jews have tails. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> hey, don't project on me. I am. I don't have your hatred. Uh-huh. I disavow your white supremacy. <laughs> so... <laughs> We keep saying that. Everybody's going to start believing it. No, no one will believe it. Okay. It's true. All right. Um, where were we? Oh, so she's a she's a piece of shit. And even if the, I, I'm with Vince on this, I think it's bullshit. I think it's made up. But I think she's, I think what she's doing is she's feeling the effects of the shit she's been part of and that she's, she's kind of seeing what, where it's going to lead to. Well, this part and where she's, she's, she's making a story up to kind of tell them how she feels without saying 
without sounding like she's on the side of people that have been talking about this for a while now, you know, the people on the right mostly or the libertarian types or the intellectual dark web types, quote unquote, that have been talking about this for so long. She doesn't want to agree with them without, you know, she wants to just with, you know, being an intellectual exercise kind of thing. She wants to say, well, I've I've experienced this. So I'm speaking about my experience here. I'm not agreeing with them. You know, I'm, I'm talking about my experience and it's, it's a terrible experience I had. Well, no, you're, it didn't happen to you for one. And if you just came out and said, eh, this might not be a good idea. You'd have all the same fucking people that you were chumming up with, palling around with on the woke crowd that would be coming after you hardcore. So fuck you, Sarah Silverman. No, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to any of that. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree with what you said. What I think is hilarious though, is that, and again, I can't tell if this is true or not. I mean, why why wouldn't you name the movie? Why wouldn't you say that you were fired from a particular movie? Whatever. Because she's just making a point and using that as an experience so that she can claim it as her own experience instead of being lumped in with most of the people on the right that have been saying, yeah, this is what's happening. Well, but she's preachifying here saying, you know, that you can dig up an old tweet and then they can just nail you for right, it. But did you see how stupid. she tried to push it on the right? And yeah. Say she's that's, trying to say the right's yeah, doing it. That, Cause the she's right trying is, to, she's trying to distance herself from, cause she's actually feeling the effects, I think to a degree or seeing the effects and, and how it's a, 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 you know, bad road to be. It's a slippery slope for, for the, for the left to be on board with all this censorship and this wokeness. And she's kind of, I think she's smart enough to know that it's, it's going to go down a bad risk. She's not going to be immune from it forever. And uh, I think she, but she doesn't want to get like slammed by the, by the leftist and, and, and get, you know, called out and say, oh, now you're with the right. Well, so she has to fucking do it this way. Problem she has is like a lot of, I, I think Sarah Silverman seems to me to be an intelligent person, yeah. but she lacks any wisdom. And I've always thought of as intelligence is how actually smart you are intellectually and wisdom is how you apply it, you know, how you've, how you use it based on your experience. And I don't think she's got a whole lot of wisdom. She's trying to turn this around on the right, which you can't do because everybody knows. I mean, yeah, it's the people in her inner circle that are going to say, yeah, it's the right, it's Trump's America and that's what's doing this. But objective people can sit back and look at this and go, what are you talking about? It's not, it's not the right shutting people down. It's the left shutting people down all the time. And that, that there are myriad examples of that it, it's hard to refute yeah um but regardless you know this is the woman who said you know we kind of need the military on our side if we're going to overthrow this country i'm paraphrasing what she said but yeah it's kind of like hey let's get the military on our side here and then we can then we can be in charge you and you're thinking old tweets of yours make you look crazy you know that somebody dug up one thing no you're you're so steeped in this TDS orange man bad thing that you can't even objectively look at stuff. So whether this story is true or not, what she said is hypocritical and stupid in the extreme. Yeah. And she won't see it that way. No. Nope. There's no one. Well, first of all, there's no one in her circle that's going to show her that and go, okay, when you said this, do you realize how dumb that looks? You know, and... A lot of people, especially women, say people people's friends don't talk to them like that. Guys talk to each other like that all the time. You know, yeah. you're a fucking moron. No, you're a dick, that kind of thing. But the other part is she would never, I'm guessing, based on the level of arrogance. And I say arrogance because people who try hard to be famous like that have got to have a healthy streak of arrogance in them. Not necessarily in a bad way. You know, they're sure of themselves and all that. She would never, I think, look at that and say, you know what? You're right. It was kind of a stupid thing to say. She would double down. No. Well, the fact that she's even bringing it up shows the kind of the, the mindset. I think a lot of the, the leftists that are smart enough to see where this goes, where it leads to, I think they're kind of realizing they're not, they're not safe from the leftist outrage. All they have to do is make one little mistake and it's going to be, you know, they'll be in the gutter. So... I think she's still kind of reeling from that whole Christopher Hitchens women aren't funny thing. Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, for those who don't know, Christopher Hitchens was I mean, a brilliant 
journalist. I didn't agree with him on a lot of stuff, but I mean, I wouldn't want to get in an argument with a guy. I could, you know, yeah. clean the floor with you. But uh, he said famously, women aren't funny. And Sarah Silverman, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, and Tina Fey, all to varying degrees, funny women took exception to it and blah, blah, blah. And Christopher Hitchens was going, no, I'm saying women in general because they don't have to be. You know, women can just be women and men chase women. You know, men have to be, especially if they're not born, like, very attractive. They have to be funny. Women don't have to be funny. And they took such exception to that and they kept going at it. And he's like, he basically said later, we're still talking about this. Yeah. He goes, I'm not wrong. And uh, you're not disproving my point. So talk to you later. So, well, let's do some, uh, would, would you, you rather? All right. Uh, would you rather be put in jail 10 years for a crime you didn't commit, but get exonerated and win a big lawsuit or get away with a bad crime and live a haunted life? We've had this one before. No, this is actually new. I could have sworn we had it's this a variation one. of one we've had before. I don't want to spend 10 years in jail. So you'd you'd rather uh, get away at the bad crime? I don't know. It's like, what's the bad crime? We're not talking Jeffrey Epstein stuff, because no, like okay. uh, I would imagine murder or arson or something like that. Who do I get to murder though? A hobo. Is Accidental. It, let's say it, let's say you uh, drove into him accidentally, and then he freaked out, and you buried the body. And oh, I might. I'm a bad driver. <laughs> I mean, I am. I don't know. I uh, but ten years. Well, it depends on. Yeah, I wouldn't. Want I don't want to spend years ten now. years in no jail. Way. Nope. I mean, then I'd be like thirty when I got out. Well, here's the thing: if if I knew I was going to get away with the crime, there's no chance of getting caught. I wouldn't be haunted. Yeah, I know. I was going to say you wouldn't be. You <laughs> the heart- only thing that would haunt me is knowing that I could get caught. You heartless, <laughs> which is bastard. what most criminals. You. That's most criminals are like that. That they're not upset. They don't cry and break down at their sentencing because they feel bad for the cr- for for the crime they committed. They're feeling bad that they got caught and they're getting locked up. That's what they're crying about. That's well, I mean, that's what they're haunted about. As as someone who has murdered hobos in the past, I mean, you would know on that. So, how do you feel after you've murdered a hobo? Uh, I've never murdered a hobo. Uh, come on. It's a definition it's all of self terms. defense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Those 47 times. Right. I mean, it's all self defense. Yeah. I mean, coincidentally, I got myself situations where I had to defend myself against a hobo. <laughs> He's coming right for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm defending myself. <laughs> I'm for my I life. feel threatened. <laughs> Do you remember that guy who shot that guy at his, at the kid's party? They're not kids' party. They were having a birthday party yeah, or something. Yeah, it was recorded, and he was yelling out, right? Yeah, he kept saying, I'm I'm in fear for my life. Yeah. I'm in fear for my And he shot the guy. Yeah, like while going forward and being yeah. the aggressor. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, the next one. So what I guess what we get from this would you rather is you still condone self-defense killing of hobos. That's what I'm getting. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I, I condone self-defense killing of of anybody, you know, trying to take your life for property, okay, or you know, giving you attitude. Why are you winking at me again? <laughs> Do you hear that? Yeah, blink, blink. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you rather spend your summer as a lifeguard on a popular busy beach and party all summer, or conduct important marine biology research but live on a boat all summer? Lifeguard. Sounds like a you know, sounds like a yeah, you know, good choice there. This is that swing in a star, carry moonbeams home in a jar, mm-hmm. or be a mule thing. Yep. That I mean Important marine biology research, but live in a on a boat all summer. All summer on a boat. And it's not a yacht. It's one of those research vessels. I don't care. You're a lifeguard on a party yeah. and beach. On a popular busy beach and party all summer. Y- yeah. Um, at the age you're at right now? Don't care. Really? It's a stupid question. Mm. I think there's shenanigans you might get up to might be uh, might not be good. As a lifeguard. Yes, that's the point. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a good point. But then, if you finish your important marine biology research, you'd get uh, your name in some prestigious journal somewhere. 
Some some scientific journal. I got something else to say about this. Would you rather? I will say off the air. Okay. All okay. right. Hmm. Because it'd be funny. Uh, listeners have to speculate. <laughs> they can speculate. All right. Uh, this one's dumb. It's a play on I would get my name in lots of uh, prestigious journals. Okay. Would you rather think f- about it for a second? Okay, move on. Fight off an anaconda or a crocodile? Oh God, anaconda. Yeah, anaconda. The thing about the anaconda is, what they do is they they wrap around you and then they kind of slow. As soon as you exhale, they they. No, that's a constrictor. What is an anaconda? anaconda same is, thing. Anaconda. They is they same constrict thing. also. So they, as soon as you exhale, they kind of constrict tighter, and then you exhale a bit more. So they basically you you just eventually you can't even take a breath. Um, but they, that's all that happens. I mean, I guess maybe you can get a cracked rib or something too while you're at it. I suppose. Cracked well, ribs or whatever. The thing about anacondas. It, so I had a former roommate after college who had a Burmese python. It's ten feet long. Got loose in the house one time. Yeah, it was fun, but. Uh, he was saying after the fact, he goes, listen, if you don't, you don't panic when they bite you, if you don't, unless even at 10, 12 feet, unless it gets wrapped around your head, it can't kill you. Hmm. It's just because even if, if you have your arms down and it, I mean, even just like a normal person, that's a pretty large circumference to get around a normal person's chest and arms and they just can't wrap enough to do it. So unless it bit you in the neck, got around your neck and you panicked. No, you can just sit there and unwind them. Yeah. So it would have to be a real damn big anaconda. And crocodiles are, are more vicious than alligators. Crocodiles are the ones that that roll, right? Yeah, or, yeah. They they pull you underwater and you ro- and they roll you and you got no chance. Yeah, no way. Yeah. So I mean, at least with the anaconda, you got a fighting chance. Yep. But the worst part about those constrictor snakes is like their teeth are they're almost like glass. Like they get in you and they break off and stuff. Yeah. And their mouths are full of germs. So even if even if that python that my roommate had couldn't wrap around you and kill you, if they bite you, you're like, you're getting an infection. Well, that's what they say of the Komodo dragons. Yeah, but there. the Komodo dragon actually has venom in it. It's like a rotting venom. Like, they will bite. Oh, I thought it was just bacteria. Well, it might be. But but, um, it, but it's like they know their bite are guaranteed to infect. Yeah, and they'll bite something, and then they'll just leave it for a while. So I remember seeing a Nature Channel show on a on a Komodo dragon that bit like some little deer creature in the leg and then came back to get it like a week later because it couldn't run very well. You know, the yeah. the leg had like shriveled up and atrophied and stuff. So. Oof. All right. Yeah. Not a good way to go. Give us another one. I don't know. You're not going to like this one. It's stupid. Oh, like the last two weren't? Get rid of pesticides. Well, would you rather get rid of pesticides or growth hormones in food? I'm not sure that, and I'm sure somebody's going to scream about this. I'm not sure growth hormones do anything bad to you. I really don't. Yeah. And I'm not sure what pesticides protect us from, but I got to admit, I'm starting to get a little worried about the bee thing. You know? Yeah. Um, that being said, I just saw bumblebees outside my house on the flowers there. So, and I've, I haven't seen them in the time I've lived in that house. So. I got to believe there's more, at least in that section, more bumblebees or whatever, but. I'm leaning towards, I would say, get rid of the growth hormones and leave the pesticides because we've had more time dealing with pesticides. So maybe, I don't know, honestly, I I don't know. I feel like there's not any downside in getting rid of the other ones. The second one, and probably I'm unaware of the downside of getting rid of pesticides. I think growth hormones affect people too. Just in uh, in a, in a eh. ah, that wasn't fun. That's boring. I don't like it. One more. Yeah. Would you rather jump like a kangaroo or have the speed of a mako shark in water? There we go. I don't know how fast a mako shark swims. I don't care. I'd rather jump like a kangaroo. So the speed. I think I'm getting this. The mako shark in water, does that mean only when you're swimming? I'm assuming yes. So when you're in water, you're you're zipping around. Kangaroo would be pretty cool. It'd just be fun to be able to... Yeah. Yeah, but I got to... I I have to agree with you, but that mako shark thing would be really awesome. It's just not not as widely used. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, like at the Olympics for that? Yeah. Yeah. But you could use your kangaroo jumps in Olympics too. 
Oh, I agree. Long jump or what's that one where you... Dunking a basketball? Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Pull, oh, you pull could vault. Ju- you could you just pull vault without the pole. No, probably not. They can't jump that high. Okay, but, but you, you would- could... I mean, you, you could just run like that, <laughs> you know? The other guys are running long distances. You're just hopping. Yeah. No, right. kangaroo. Kangaroo wins. Right. You're right. I'm just going to edit out that last one. Pesticides and hormones. No, I'll leave it in. Okay. I'll just leave all your answers in. It'll be like like Crow never even answered that one. All right. No, leave that. Was... There's uh, there's one listener who's in on into the bees thing. Okay. So. Uh, next subject. That's uh, the Stephen Crowder. Trump's not a racist. Change my mind. Yeah. So he does all these um, which oh, are man bril- on the street things, and, which are brilliant. By the and way, the whole point of him is he sits. He sets up shop. He started out college campuses. He sets up a table. And he sits down, he puts a sign up that says, you know, I'm... There are two genders, change my mind. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there's no such thing as a rape culture, change my mind. And what it is, is it's a way for people that disagree with him to sit down and have a debate with him, a civil debate, and have all the time they think they need to persuade him instead of doing these kind of gotcha things and, and, and sound bites and all that kind of stuff. And edit, and there's no editing, it says we, we won't edit what you say, you know. And so it's it's a good idea. And he obviously thinks it's not he's gonna be able to persuade them or they're not gonna change his mind, but he's you know, he's respectful. But the last one he did was at the White House, outside mm-hmm. the White House, and it's a public space, so you get all the crazies out there, and it was a bit of a shit show. I was there was some old freaky dude out there that was you know, one of these kind of stand in the corner ranting types. And he was just as disruptive as you could possibly be. And it was really annoying. How ageist of you. Yeah. And then uh, he had, uh, you know, so his thing was Trump is not a racist, changed my mind. Well, and, a, and the guy had a bullhorn. That was the part that was yeah. annoying. And there was police around and, and, you know, he's able to do that. And at one point, the guy was just nonstop. And finally, he got he got the guy to sit down with him. Yeah, he said, look. Well, let you talk. Just sit down here. And so the guy did, and he said, "But before we before we do this, I'm going to let you say your piece. And when we're all done, and then we're all done, you're going to go." And the guy said, "Okay." And he let him talk for about five minutes, and he said, "Okay, we're done here." And the guy's like, "I'm not leaving." Yeah. And uh, so they said, "All right, you got to take." And one of the security guys tried to Crowder security guys tried to take the the chair, chair. dumped him out of the chair. Yeah, not onto the ground, just standing up. And then uh, he started screaming, and the Secret Service came over. And the Secret Service took the guy's credentials or took the guy's ID and basically said, Yeah, you got to move along. Yeah. But he only moved like 10 feet away and was screeching the whole time. It was really annoying. Yeah. But the whole crowd was against him. Yeah. So, So, uh, whole crowd of 20 people. But Crowder had, there were some people that were from. German or Germans yeah. that were living some like Netherlands, living in the Netherlands, but they were Germans, and they said, "Yeah, Trump's a racist." And he goes, "Well, come over and talk to me about it. Try to convince me that he is." And the woman said, "She, oh. she I mean, I think she wound up being fairly reasonable after mm. a while. Although, but but she said, you know, basically, she did the whole. He's a racist. He says racist stuff. He's a racist. And and um, and and Crowder's point was, look, this is a great country, unlike any other country, because you can say anything." People in Germany are being arrested for speech. Well, before he said that, though, she was talking about why is he racist. At one point, she said, well, he said um, Africa, Africa's a shithole. Yeah. And he goes, well, not all of Africa, but there are countries. And it doesn't mean the people are. You can say that. You can say that you can like the people and say the country's a shithole. Right. That but doesn't back make up, He even said, no, he didn't say Africa. Yeah, he didn't. But he said certain there are certain areas over there that are shithole or shithole countries. But he didn't point out Africa. Right. So my point is, isn't she racist? As the white woman saying, oh, well, he meant Africa. Yeah. But but then, then that led her down the path of, of saying, so she said that, and that led him to talk about, well, I think Germany's a shithole country. I like German people. I have no problem with the German people, but I think Germany's a sh-. And she got super offended. She got very, very triggered by that. And then she goes, uh, why? And he goes, well, you don't have freedom of speech over there. It's, yes, we do. I'm a journalism major, and I or I, I worked. I in, used to write for magazines. Yeah, I used to cover politics. And we have freedom of speech. He goes, no, you don't. No, she goes, absolutely no, you do not have. And then freedom she called of speech. him a flat out liar. Yeah, and then uh, finally she goes, she goes, but if someone says so, anything goes. She goes, yeah. She goes, oh, well, we have. Or no, before that, she no, goes, so she they have hate speech. 
And he goes, he oh. said, people have been thrown in for speech. And she said, no, they haven't. He goes, yes, they have. Oh, and then she called him a liar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she said, no, they have been for hate speech. And then the crowd basically was like, laughing. You just like, stepped yeah. in it. And she goes, oh, so you should just be able to say whatever you want. And he goes, yeah. She goes, where's the line? He goes, there is no line. There's no line. She said, so if you were in the in Germany in the 30s, you would be voting for the guy who wanted to lock up the Jews. And he's like, no, 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 no. Just because I think you should be able to say whatever you want doesn't mean I agree with every hateful thing somebody says. He's like, no, I'm against the guy who uh, uh, would, would imprison the Jews. And he said, she goes, you, you uh, would have voted for Hitler. And he goes, no, I'd vote for the guy who went over there and saved everybody from Hitler. And she goes, but you weren't alive then. And it's like, just oh my god, pedantic, stupid shit. Yeah, that's not even pedantic. That was just dumb. Yeah, but it was then, dumb. Then he goes, so she created the scenario, and then but said, the whole time, this asshole is screeching in the background. This this old guy, you know, the that hated, you know, hated Crowder, hated the conservatives and Trump. He's screeching the whole time, and he points out, and he goes, "This guy over here is saying some pretty vile stuff right now." He's saying, and I'm, and I don't like what he's saying, but do I think he should be arrested for that? No. And she didn't know what to say to that. And she goes, so the line for you is action. And he goes, yeah, that's the line. She goes, oh, so that's a very liberal point of view. I see. So you're liberal. I. She said that like three times. And he goes, well, that's what conservatives believe. You should be able to say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she kind of. Yeah, she got really worked up at, at a certain point. She grabbed the mic from him. Yeah, and um, told everybody to fuck to off. Fuck off, yeah. And it's just like she is – you can tell she's just the perfect example of someone who lives her life in a bubble. Well, but even more so to the point when he explained what his position was, she's like, okay, yeah, I see it. I don't necessarily agree with everything you're saying. Like she thought there should be some sort of line, but she goes, okay, I, I get where you're coming from. You have a very liberal point of view on this. And I could see what she was trying to do with that. But what she didn't understand is she's describing a position that's exactly opposite of that and calling herself a liberal. Yeah. So she didn't have she didn't have a rational argument against it, other than she thought there was this arbitrary line where somebody says, "Well, it's hate speech," so now you can throw them in jail. She's like, "These people should be allowed to say." He goes, "People shouldn't go to jail." She goes, "No, they don't go to jail. They pay a fine or something." He goes, "What's the difference?" He goes, "The reason I don't want the government to have that power is he goes, I don't know who's going to be in power the next time." Right. You know. And if they silence you and she says, well, what if they incite people to uh, to riot or do whatever? He goes, I think it's far more likely that when you silence people, they're going to get pretty bad. Yeah. Well, she also brought up the uh, for trying to say that Trump's racist. She brought up building the wall. And he goes, how is that racist? Well, you're keeping out Mexicans. She's like, he's like, no, not we're not just we're keeping out people who aren't supposed to be in here legally. It doesn't matter. The ethnicity has nothing to do with it. Or the uh, nation of origin, um, and then she, he goes. Uh, and then she tried to bring up that Germany, since she's from Germany, had a wall, and that wasn't good. And he goes, eh, "That's a whole different situation there." And she goes, "We'll name some walls that work." And he goes, "Oh, Great Wall of China." Well, the Berlin Wall did work. Yeah, it worked for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly. And that's what she's saying, though. It's like, but that's not the reason for our wall. And she, he goes, "Israel." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, well, yeah." But I mean the. Berlin Wall is so stupid. Oh, the, the, that, the Vatican but is another one. No, the point of the Berlin Wall was to keep people in, and it worked really well. Yeah, that that it, it was. And she says that's a bad thing. We agree that's a bad thing, but the point is the damn wall worked. Yeah, but people wanted out, and they weren't allowed out. That was the specific reason for that wall. Right. Um, but so, it worked. Yeah, but the, that to her, that doesn't matter that it worked, that it's evil is evil is evil. It doesn't matter if it worked. What are you trying to say here? Rooster. Well, what I'm saying is- You must love Hitler. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, if you love the wall so much, you love Hitler. Yeah. And you know what? If I was around in the 30s, I, you know, because I like free speech, I would have voted for the guy who took everybody's free speech away. Um, The part, the argument that liberals make about Mexico that always loses me is they say Trump's a racist because he wants to keep Mexicans out. But then they will turn around and say, you know, most of the people from- from uh, that are crossing the border aren't even from Mexico. It's like, well, okay, so what point are you making? Do you think he's he's so stupid that he just assumes that everybody coming over is Mexican? Well, he has to be stupid because he's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, just look at him. Look at him, Crow. Mm. Look at him. 
Mm-hmm. Look. <laughs> Look. See, he's stupid. Orange man bad. You got me. Boom. Yeah. Case closed. You got me. You got me with that one. Yeah. So on the one hand, they'll say he's racist because he wants to keep Mexicans out. But then they'll say, but there's more Mexicans going back over the border, which may be true. I mean, they may be coming here and working and going back to their families. But that doesn't mean that, you know, there aren't a whole lot of people coming over. And if you're saying he's racist because he's keeping Mexicans out, but then tell us that there aren't any Mexicans coming. What's your argument? And there's a. And uh, who's stupid in that case? And people from Mexico are coming over all the time, uh, legally. Yeah. They'll come over for vacation, for Christ's sake. Who cares? Well, and I think, I could be wrong, I think a lot of Mexican migrant workers come over for for jobs. And, for, and legally. Yeah, and then leave. And Well, wasn't isn't one of the problems with the, the shooting that just happened in, in San Antonio, was it San Antonio, where he went into the Walmart? No, San, that's El Paso. San okay, Antonio sorry. was the ICE office. So El Paso, um, he ended up shooting Mexican nationals, were like some of some of the victims, and they weren't here illegally. They were just here for whatever for vacation or visiting some relatives or something, uh, from what I understand. And he didn't shoot just he didn't shoot just Mexicans. No, but that it tended to you know that was close to the border, so it would obviously have um, a higher Hispanic population, but. Uh, yeah, whenever Trump says anything about the border, about people crossing the southern border, and he says there's some bad hombres coming over, that's what pissed people off is that we're using hombres because now he's tying it to uh, you know, a specific language, which is you know Spanish. And then so you, mean, you must mean South Americans and Mexicans are all bad. Well, no, bad hombres are bad hombres. It's bad actors, bad dudes. And we're not saying – if I say a bad dude, I'm not saying every – Every uh, cowboy is a bad guy, you know? Well, wait a second. Um, what's the... You said bad actors. What's the root of actor? Is that Latin? So if you use that instead of bad hombres, if you say bad actors instead, aren't you oh, still racist? Or, yeah. yeah. Aren't you... <laughs> All Anglos are bad? Yeah. Um, so... But, you fucking bigot. But, but the lie is what's the worst is, and that's what Tlaib and AOC and all these assholes are... are, are glomming onto uh, the the lie that he said all Mexicans are rapists and criminals and gang members and all whatever. And it's like, yeah, you all know he didn't say that. You know he said that people crossing the border, along with people trying to cross the border, you know, economic reasons, economic migrants crossing the border, along with those people, people that want to work, that want to get money, the one there are sex traffickers coming over. There's gangsters Racist. coming over. There's Racist. <laughs> MS-13 coming racist. over. Racist. Bad person. Was talking about You're terrible. MS-13. You're a racist. Yeah. You're a racist. And I just said- You're a racist. I just said all You're Mexican, a racist. I just said racist, all Mexicans racist, are racist, MS-13, racist. didn't I? I did, didn't I? I'm, I'm sorry. All I heard was the uh, racism oozing Rooster, out from that side of the table. Did you know that all Mexicans are MS-13 members? Boom. Every one of them? Boom. I win. And you know what they all do? All the Mexicans do? They sex traffic. All day long. Well, all day, all night long sometimes. I don't know. And if, well into the morning, early hours in the morning. All Mexicans traffic. are MS 13 members, but all MS 13 members are Mexicans, aren't they? <laughs> I don't actually don't even know. I don't know either. But, you know, look, I, you can keep saying it until you're blue in the face. I want people from other countries who are willing to work here, live here, pay your taxes learn the language to a large degree and fit in and do like we do to come here and and appreciate it for Christ's sake and I, have a better life. Yeah. You, you, but the, don't sneak in. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Don't commit it. murder. There's people, people in the world that would love to be here and not shit on America. Um, the, uh, China, uh, Hong Kong is a good example of what's going on in Hong Kong right now. Um, they used to be a British um, colony, right? Mm-hmm. And, they flourished because of that, because they had kind of a whole. Oh, <laughs> God, you son of a bitch! Yeah. So they have a system over there that works. It's 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 a capitalist system, basically a white man system. Yeah, a, a colonist system. So uh, they there was an agreement with China that Great Britain gave up. I think in 1999. Gave up their claim to Hong Kong. Because they had a 99-year claim mm-hmm. to it or something. And then 
but there was a bunch of stipulation to that saying, okay, we give it up, but here's the thing. It's basically an autonomous kind of, um, function. If it function autonomously, you don't get to choose the government that runs the, the, the... no, not exactly. It was still going to be a, go- a communist government, but it, they were going to be allowed to keep a lot of freedoms that they had. Yeah. Um, you know, not necessarily flat out freedom of speech, but, um, you know, freedom but, of association. But China and, went along with most of this because they it was such a prosperous, you know. Well, it's it's the hub of city. Yeah, you know, it's the like trade and economic hub of Southeast Asia. Yeah, so China didn't want to clamp down on and 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 destroy that. You know, the what golden egg. Yeah, because it was good for them. Yeah, golden goose. The golden goose, or the goose that laid the golden egg. They're mixing up. They're not fin- yeah, finishing think, the metaphor. I think most people got it when I said golden goose, but you know, that's all right. Go ahead and explain. No, it's the. it wasn't a golden go ahead, goose, no, though. Go ahead, go ahead. It was a going. goose that Just laid the golden going. egg. Keep so going. you were wrong. Stretch this out even longer. Tell you what, wrong. why don't you read an article while we're at Rooster it? Rooster doesn't like it when, he's, when, when someone points out he's wrong. Well, it doesn't happen often. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, you know what? I do. I do love it when people say that when they go, "You hate to be wrong." Uh, of course. Because how many people? How many people are like, "I love it when somebody tells me I'm wrong." I enjoy it. Um, just so we know, you admitted you're wrong. All right. So moving on, the uh, chi- Chinese government is cracking down on Hong Kong because they wanted to put into effect a law that would allow them to extradite people from Hong Kong into mainland China for I can't remember what 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 the actual crimes were, but I'd be lying if I said I knew exactly I what China is doing yeah, but, to but, Hong Kong. But the reason Hong Kong, the people in Hong Kong got so upset is because they realized that China is starting to, you know, get more and more. Make Hong Kong into China? Yep. More and more control. And they see it happening. And with this latest law that they were going to pass, um, which I think didn't pass, but they left it open so that it would just, it could pass at any point And they knew it. Um, the Hong Kong people decided, no, no, we're done here. We're not. We're not letting this go a step further. So what they did was they started protesting and they showed up at the international Hong Kong International Airport, which is a huge hub. It's a giant hub, and it basically, if you shut that down, you're shutting down. It just, I mean, the- well, and they didn't. They didn't really try to shut it down um, as much as just obstruct it. Yeah. So they just sat down like at gates with signs that said but things. Did like, you see the videos coming out? Well, I saw some of them. And the ones I saw at first were people just doing like a sit-in mm-hmm. that said, um, you know, pardon the interruption. I mean, very polite, but pardon the interruption, but we're fighting for our lives here kind of thing. And it was on some big holiday weekend, so there was going to be a mm-hmm. ton of traffic through that. And it was meant more than anything to embarrass the Chinese, not really the Chinese government, not really cause, you know, problems. Well, but, it's morphed into something else. Yeah, exactly. Because now there's people in China waving the American flag, singing the national, the American national anthem and saying, we need a second amendment. Yeah, in English, putting signs up in English. Because yeah. they, they actually want the attention from America and they want to, they, they know what we have here is precious. That's what, and they understand that. And, uh, but there's not much we can do. Well, wasn't there a Babylon B article that said, we'll trade you our American communists for your Chinese capitalists yeah. or something like that? Yeah, Larry Korea posted it and said, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll just trade you, well, you know, one for it's, one. It's a great idea. But um, some of the videos I saw, well, the, the troops, the, the Chinese police or the riot police or whatever coming in and just, I mean, pretty heavy handed and just beating people. And then there's a, a one scene. I think if you haven't seen this, it's pretty pretty uh harrowing where one of the um riot police starts beating someone and then other people jump in to stop him from beating him with the baton and a person actually grabs the baton out of the riot cop's hand and pushes him against a wall while other people are swarming in and another person tries to pull his helmet off his head and that riot cop pulls a gun out and starts and points it at, at everybody and they kind of like all kind of swarm and back off and then he kind of stumbles out as other riot cops come in um, that's one scene. There's other scenes of just riot cops beating the shit out of people and, you know, people trying to run away and them just, you know, getting their asses handed to them. So it's a, a pretty precarious situation. But what you're seeing now is there's a bunch of these, um, military vehicles rolling into a, um, town less than 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're staging in a, uh, sports stadium, like the field, like a, it's almost like a football field kind of thing or soccer field. And there's like, these huge military vehicles pulling in there. And I, from the satellite picture you saw, and there was like video of it too. It's like, Jesus, I don't even know how many, like what's a battalion. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It was a lot of them. I mean, it filled up the outer edges. There's like the, the actual football field inside a stadium. And then around it, there's like a, an open area. Well, all the vehicles like were filling up the area around the field. So it was, it was I couldn't even count them. It was that many. So something, something bad is going to happen. And the problem is, I mean, Trump tweeted about it, but he said, I hope, you know, hope calmer heads prevail or something like that, because I don't think there's anything we can do. Do you? I'm not sure what the, I don't think America can do anything. I mean, we're doing the trade war thing, which is weakening China a little bit, but. I think. um, Militarily, there's nothing we can do or nothing we should do. I don't think. Uh, I feel no. I feel horrible for for Hong Kong and the people. No, there. but we I, I agree. But, but we got to stop do? invading, or we got to stop putting our troops in everybody else's country right. and no, I get messing it. with their business. And, and but I, whatever we can do, I think we're doing. I think Trump's doing it. I think that the tariff stuff is good. I think weakening China that way um, is good, and calling out their bullshit is good. But as far as you know, going over there and saying you can't treat your people like that and we're going to stop you. I, we can't do that. Well, I mean, these people are forgetting Tiananmen Square. Yeah. And maybe some of them weren't alive then because that was, what, 30 years ago? Yeah, how many pe- people were killed? I mean, I, I don't, don't know, know if we know. I'm checking Wikipedia in here. It says hundreds to thousands killed, thousands wounded. It, I would be surprised if it was that high, but I don't know. But they rolled in there hardcore with a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, I mean... That didn't look good for China, and I think they were trying to recover from that for a little bit. But I just think the people that want to take away our, our Second Amendment and just say, you know, we should vote to get rid of the Second Amendment, or or we should just put in all these rules and, and to keep people from having guns. It's like, and you always call them Trump Nazis and Hitler, and and you know, the thing is, government is the if the government is the only thing with the gun or the weapons, then the citizens are at the mercy of the government, and the government can become totalitarian even if it isn't and china started out that way so that's probably a bad analogy but i mean germany didn't you know yeah um let's see here's a battalion size a company is typically 100 to 200 soldiers and a battalion is a combat unit of 500 to 800 soldiers no yeah i can imagine that's probably a battalion's worth of or more three to five battalions approximately 15 to four thousand soldiers combined comprise a brigade okay so it's like the second biggest let's say there's like 50 big military vehicles yeah so i mean a battalion's going to be 500 800 soldiers that's a lot of people that can do a lot of damage yeah i think it seemed like that that was the amount or more of vehicles that could hold that many troops and so i mean if they're gonna roll into the airport with those vehicles and just unload troops this this is going to get ugly. Right? I mean, it already is kind of ugly, but it's going to get like atrocious ugly. Yeah, but I mean, this is a thing, and this is Trump's comment about shithole countries. The The world is, for the most part, an ugly place. Mm-hmm. Most places you travel, I was just talking to, having lunch with a friend of mine today, and she has traveled all over the world for work. And I mean, pick a country and she's probably been to it. She's been to, I mean probably 60, 70 countries. And I said, you know, I don't know if Trump's wrong that most of the world is a shithole country. And she goes, yeah. She goes, and by the way, it's a whole bunch of parts of the United States that are shithole countries. Yeah. She said, I'll walk around London at night at two o'clock in the morning. Doesn't bother me. She goes, I don't want to walk around Chicago at two in the afternoon. You know, now that's, you know, that's an exaggeration because there's plenty of parts of Chicago you can walk around yeah. at two in the afternoon and be perfectly safe. There's plenty that you can't. But the idea that everywhere is like here, it's not true. I wish I could think of who did this, but someone put out a, a tweet, some woman. I don't know if she was a journalist or a media figure, but she put out a tweet because she was over in some country in Africa. I don't know if it was South Africa or if it was like Zimbabwe or something, but she said shithole country huh and it was like a short video of her panning across the um the beach and ocean and and people were responding like yeah why don't you go inland a bit and see and see what you get it's like yeah sure the beach looks great <laughs> it's like just fucking stupid well i remember uh why don't you of- walk inland by yourself tonight and see how that goes for you there's a friend of mine that i'd love to have on the podcast sometime he's from belarus originally and he was uh 
he was telling me about, um, you know, the, the banks in Belarus at the time, this is about 10 years ago, had this incredibly great interest rate and you could put international money in there. It was something like 10% or something like that. And, uh, you know, interest rates here have been so low for so long. I'm like, why wouldn't people put their international money there? Why wouldn't you? And he goes, because one day the government can just come in and go, that's ours. Yep. And I'm like, wait, they can just take your money? He goes, yeah, they own the banks. They can just say, that's our money. Like, Well, isn't that what happened in Russia with uh, when uh, a lot of these uh, guys were, were making a bunch of money with tech stuff over in Russia and then they started getting a little bit uh, ballsy and talking about, I'm running for uh, office now because I got money. And then they go, no, you don't. <laughs> I don't know about that, but he did tell me, he said, the way that you make money in Russia is if you know a politician. Um, and so the example he gave me is they say, there'll be a politician who's in charge of um, writing licenses for importing cigarettes. You know, he can write as many of them as he wants. And instead he goes, um, I shouldn't say he, because Russia, very woke country, lots of females in government, you know, mm. so I should, you know, I should be fair. Sure. Yes, exactly. So um, he said, they'll go to a friend of theirs and go, okay, you're the guy who imports cigarettes now. You don't have to do anything. You just have to, you know, well, I mean, you got to do something, but it's not like you have to have some expertise to do the job. I get 10% of everything you get. Yeah. He's like, that's how you do it. You know, they had toll booths on some of the <laughs> highways and then they realized that all the workers are just keeping half the money, you know? And he says the mentality there is just the government's going to screw you. So screw them first. Yeah. And so, you know, people will look at that and say, just like I did, that can't really happen. They can't just take all your money. Like, yeah, they can do it, mm -hmm. do whatever they want. And, People forget that, that we are a country of laws because we don't teach how the Constitution works anymore. You know, we have to teach why Timmy has two dads. Yeah. You know, here's why Timmy has two dads, uh, because the dads are gay and they love each other and they're raising you fine. So move on. We don't need to explain it to everybody. Right. Um, I did see someone, there's some school that's, I can't remember where this was, that is going to teach a class called Adulting 101. I think I've heard of this, yeah. And when I first saw it, I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like some high school somewhere. And they said- No, uh, it was a college. I think it was a high school. You sure? Okay. But, and maybe it was a college. Regardless, for the purpose of this discussion, it doesn't matter because we're still talking about kids in the mm -hmm. 17 to 22 range. Um, But it said, uh, it said adulting 101. And I'm like, oh, is this going to be some stupid touchy-feely class? And they're like- no, we're teaching them things like, um, you know, how credit cards work and how to do a mortgage. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's what those kids need. You know, mm. we don't need to hear about the polar ice caps melting because there's nothing a fucking third grader can do about it. Let's teach them how money works. You know, just come up with a better name than adulting 101. Uh, if it makes them pay attention. Cool. Okay. Call it whatever. Call it uh, unicorns and popsicles, whatever. Okay. If they pay attention and do it, I think we'd all be better off if they. If they knew how to use money right. Real quick, because you just got by talking about the uh, teaching Timmy about two dads or whatever. We you know we've talked about this uh, <clears throat> uh, library drag queen reading sessions all over the country mm -hmm. and how it's ridiculous. Look, I don't care if you're going to be a drag queen. It's weird. I, I don't want to see it. Just stop bringing it up, okay? Uh, <laughs> sure. You live your life. I, I, you have your truth, okay? I, well, I have no no want or desire to be a drag queen. Now, furries, on the other hand, <laughs> I find them intriguing. I still have not looked up what yiffing is. All I'm right. not gonna. Um, and no, if you looked up Futanari, no, we're sorry. Please don't. <laughs> the um, you keep bringing it up. Um, I know because it's like the weirdest thing I can think the, of. Uh, the oh, okay. <laughs> There's weirder. I know there um, is. <laughs> So, but see, I saw a line and I stopped. Okay. So anyways, this, so we've talked about this in the past, the uh, drag queen story hour. It's uh, nationwide here where these, they get drag queens to read the kids. And it's really inappropriate. A lot of crazy shit happens. They've gotten a couple of sex offenders and that have been our, you know, child sex offenders, all that kind of stuff, just stuff you'd expect. The latest video that came out and I can't believe they, they allowed it to get out or film was um, one of the drag queens were teaching the kids how to twerk. Now, wait a second. Are you equating drag queens with gay people? Yes. I thought you said before that the drag queens hated gay people. No, they hate women. Okay. 
I can't keep track, man. It's just... How do you not dress up as the most obnoxious, like, over-the-top caricature of a woman and not hate women? Between the furries and the yiffing and the drag queens and the twerking, I get lost as to who's playing for what team. I don't know what point I'm getting at other than that. They need to shut this shit down. They need to stop it. It's getting ridiculous. It's as, it's as out of hand as everybody expected to get. But don't we have freedom of speech? <laughs> Doesn't that include freedom, freedom to twerk? And freedom of expression, yes, because you can teach children how to twerk as long as you're dressed up like a like an over-the-top uh, you know, crazy woman, right? Well- I, I, this may surprise you, I do not think, other than the case where the drag queen story hour involved people who'd been convicted of, you know, underage sex crimes, um, I think that issue lies with parents. If the parents are going to drop their kids off at drag queen story hour, you know, and just expect that it's going to be okay, I, I think... You know, if these people want to look, they're weird and I'm uncomfortable with them. However, other than the case of the, you know, the sex offender doing it and they have a right to do it, but I would not drop my kid off there because. Well, what if it's legal to, I don't know, eat pot brownies, right? In some state. And then you have an event where you're baking pot brownies and bring your kids. Um, Yeah. The parents that bring the kids are shitty. Because they're teaching how to bake pot brownies, but the people doing it too are—they shouldn't be doing. They should be stopped. They'd be shut down from doing that because they're targeting children. Well, yeah, but it's illegal for kids to have pot, uh, and it's illegal for for children to be sexualized and to be uh, exploited. Right, and I'm saying I I get that, but if someone who's an accountant during the day and wants to dress up as a drag queen and go to the gay nineties here in Minneapolis and perform and read stories to kids. You got the right to do it, but I, I don't want to send my kid there. You know, I don't want to, I have to defend that person's right to do that up to the point where they're the sex offender or they're creeping on kids or something. Yeah. I guess I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not that principled, I guess I'm saying, well, we know that I, I say, yeah, it's fucking bad for society and it's bad for children. I don't care if it's up to the parents or not. I can do my part and say that, you know, we're going to make it so that you can't, you can't do this. This is, this is illegal. I'm going to, I'm going to say, fuck the principles here and say, yes, big government, big daddy government's going to get involved here and say, fuck you and shut it down. See, but then who gets to decide to shut down what Me. later? I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, okay. This is that Darth Vader thing, <laughs> you know, where Darth Vader thinks he's actually a good guy, you know? Because <laughs> he's like, everybody should make them get along, you know? Well, wh- what do you think, listeners? Should we shut down Drag Queen Story Hour uh, like Roe wants, or should we just uh, put Drag Queen Story Hour in every library like Rooster wants? That's I Rooster say, at Bread and Circuses Podcast.com. Mischaracterization of <laughs> or what I Crow said. Crow at Bread and Circuses Podcast.com. Yeah, I, I would say that's a mischaracterization. Here, we could phrase it this way. Um, would you do you think, like Rooster believes, that you should have the freedom to assemble as long as you're being legal, or like Crow says, that you should just. Uh, Punch people. Punch punch creepy perverts. No. no, Crow just gets to punch people. Yeah. I, I think people would decide with me. Really? Yeah, just anybody? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody? We'll find out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you want to see our Facebook page, what do you do? I don't know. You go to Facebook. I heard it's a website out there. <laughs> Bread and Circuses Podcast on Facebook. See you. Bye. Bye.